Hello, hello, mama friend. Welcome to today's podcast episode. And today's podcast episode is syncing your stay-at-home mom life with your cycle. And I'm really excited for this podcast episode. This is also going to be kind of a reflective podcast episode for me because even though I have been a business owner through motherhood as well, I really do resonate with the stay-at-home mom in so many ways because my babies always came before my business. And as hard as that was for me sometimes to put my business on the back burner in that season of life and we didn't have consistent daycare at that time, there were there was here and there times where I would have somebody watch our ki- kids or children when it was just um, our oldest two-ish days a week, but things always came up, whether it was a child sickness, sickness, but I really did operate and resonate very much like a stay-at-home mom. And I think because I also had building a business as my background, I did see motherhood as my job. You know what I mean? Like being a stay-at-home mom, girlfriend, you are doing the hardest work. And I think that knowing and understanding your cycle is really gonna be a supportive tool for you to optimize and live in a well-rounded rhythm for yourself, your mood, energy, and emotion. But also, as a mom, this well-rounded way of living is such a gift to your children. So I've got some great tips for you today. If you wanna learn about living in sync with your cycle as a stay-at-home mom, keep on listening. And if you have a stay-at-home mom bestie, don't forget to send her this episode or share it up in your social stories. Because as moms, I do think that we need to understand that our hormones do affect us. Our hormones are little messengers that impact our brain and our body. And when our certain hormones are higher and certain hormones are lower there's there's no coincidence as to why we feel differently and why sometimes last week you felt entirely different than you do this week and i want to explain a little bit of that to you guys today so let's roll into today's episode as a stay-at-home mom your job and your role as the ceo of your home is demanding. There's a lot of things that you have to do and take care of and also be in control of throughout the day with tasks, to-dos, but also emotional regulation. And I think that's probably going to be a big topic in today's podcast episode is even being aware of your cycle and how to how to use that as a tool for understanding and emotional regulation for yourself and with your kids, right? This this method and knowing what's going on within your cycle, I hope just brings you to seeing how this is a better understanding of yourself and how to be more well-rounded. I hope that this helps you streamline some systems within your home and also helps you optimize your energy. Because as moms, we only have the we only have a certain amount of capacity in a single day and optimizing your energy and working with your cycle will really help you 
feel great about your day to day, right? And that starts with understanding each phase and kind of the theme of each phase. And then I'll go into some specifics on what this means for you as the mama, the CEO of your home that is with your kids all of the time and right like you're you, maybe you don't want to explain or your kids aren't young enough for you to explain like my mom's energy and patience is a little bit lower today um could you not yeah that doesn't usually work when it comes to kids and especially little kids but as you guys know my story with cycle syncing started with my health and fitness because i was noticing how there were times of motivation and energy and really ease of being consistent and aligned with my health and fitness goals. But I started to recognize that it was so much deeper than just health and fitness that even my patience, my mood and my energy and emotion was cyclical. And there were times where I handled tantrums very different than other times of the month. And having So within the Feminine Edge Collective, I have this exercise where it's a weekly reflection of what phase were you in last week and how did you feel? Give a give like put on paper a little bit or just have some self-awareness of what phase you were in and what you felt like and then what phase you're going to be in this week and what to take note of about this week that's important so you you kind of have that understanding and it doesn't hit you out of nowhere right because i find when we don't understand our hormones it's often like well well, why am i feeling this way today i didn't i don't always feel this way i wasn't feeling this way a couple weeks ago but understanding how your hormones work will bring that understanding and that grace so let's start with follicular phase follicular phase is the phase where your period has stopped so you have had your menstrual phase, it's done, it's completed, you are now in follicular phase. And follicular phase lasts seven to 10-ish days. Let's just say 10-ish days. You are in follicular phase. And in this phase, a strength is planning and preparation, okay? I want you to just hang on to that thought. And follicular phase is very much like springtime, where the energy in the earth, the sun, the plants, the animals, energy is coming back, right? So our hormones, specifically estrogen and testosterone, are are on the rise. Imagine this bell curve. And we're at the beginning phases of that bell curve where energy is starting to rise, very much like springtime. This is a great time to plan and prepare, okay? Then we roll into ovulation. Ovulation is that top part of the bell curve. So estrogen and testosterone are peaking during ovulation and ovulation lasts three to five-ish days long. This is to note where this is where you're going to have your best energy, your best vibrancy, your um, patience is going to be at its most because our hormones are working in our favor, right? As we roll into luteal phase, which happens after ovulation, and it is the longest phase, last 10 to 14-ish days long, it's like we're going into fall. And if you live in the Midwest, you know, fall or summer to fall really does feel like this transitional phase and where you are in preparation mode right? Because winter's coming. So like fall and the animals and the plants and the energy, the days are starting to get shorter. Because like summertime, you, I said ovulation, you have your most energy to exude. Summertime, 
it is the lightest, the earliest, and the light, the sun sets the latest. So it's the longest duration of time where there is sunlight. And as we roll into fall, hence luteal phase, that energy, that daylight time is getting shorter and shorter and our bodies are getting ready for rest. So this is a great time to prepare for that rest or go into some sort of completion, okay? And then menstrual phase, here's a big myth that I want to debunk. In menstrual phase, your hormones are not going crazy. They are at their lowest. So your hormones are at their lowest during your menstrual phase. And this is a great time to regroup and reflect and rest, just like in wintertime. In wintertime, animals, plants, they're slowing down to conserve energy. Now, this doesn't mean they do nothing, right? We still see animals moving. Plants are still alive, but they're just a little bit more stagnant. And because our hormones during menstrual phase are at their lowest, this is also in, in benefit to us to rest a little bit more, reflect, and regroup. Okay, so how does this realistically work for a mom, right? How does this realistically work for a mom? Because we have kids to keep alive. We have kids to take care of. Maybe you have kids that aren't even capable of wiping their own bums yet. Well, energy, awareness was the first place. So I just want you to have that understanding of you are going to have days where you have more outward energy and more patience and more mental capacity. And there are going to be other days where that is lower. If this type of differentiation feels more like tidal waves where you have you notice during follicular and ovulation, you have these energetic high, high highs. And then in like the week before your period or during your menstrual phase, you have these low, low lows, or you have really big signs of PMS, knowing that those are some red flags of hormonal imbalances possibly, right? Well, learning to live in sync with your cycle and what I teach in the Feminine Edge Collective can can really help both hormonal balancing out those hormones and and energetic um, capacity, understanding that and how to really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm in late menstrual right now. So my brain is kind of like looking for words, but manage your energy, right? So it's just awareness. That alone can make a big change in yourself, the self-expectations that you put on yourself. Because I know you, as a mom, you want to do a really great job. You really care about your family. And you really, really want to have a positive impact on your kids. Like, you want to be a good mom. You put a lot of pressure on yourself. And understanding how our hormones operate and how they really do make a difference in our mood and energy and emotion and our creativity and and all of those things, that is going to be very helpful to you in and of itself. But to really refine that, um, think about some of those things that you do day in and day out and how can you create some streamlined systems to optimize. So This can even be something very micro level, like meal planning. So let's say like that whole, what do you make for dinner? Or what what are some things you can have on hand for quick lunches for your kids? You know, during follicular phase, 
You may feel like you have all these ideas for meals or things to keep on hands for whether it's dinners or lunches or whatever it is you're preparing for your kids. You know, create that master list. Don't just, you know, if you're week doing this weekly and you're having all of these ideas, don't just stop because you've planned out seven days. Keep going and plan it out, you know, if you need to for two weeks, the entire month, whatever it is, or come up with like 20 meal ideas, put them on note cards or in a notebook of some sign and have that be your meal rotation. Just look at those cards. My friend Chelsea Joe has a really great menu board planning system and just have that be all at once where you're creating it. And then when you are having these ideas and you're like, yeah, I do want to create this system, then put it into play during ovulation phase. And then during luteal phase, this could be the time where you put that in into place and complete that meal binder or meal board or whatever it was. And then in menstrual phase, be like, okay, how, how did this actually work for our family? So it could be something as small as that. But even when it comes to caring for the home, knowing how my energy flows during this is is really cool because oftentimes in follicular and ovulation phase, I've got some good systems and rhythms within the household where it keeps us keeps us current with dishes and I think I have a podcast episode on this somewhere but dishes laundry system our general tidying up like because there is that higher energy in those phases it's not necessarily something that I need to it doesn't feel as daunting right but in late luteal and in menstrual phase, it's just like, oh my gosh, that you have to be so careful of your energy conservation because you don't have as much to exude. And in those phases, there's a lot of times where I'm like, you know, I know we start the dishwasher every night before I go to bed, but tonight I just don't have the capacity to do it. And that's okay. That's okay, right? In follicular and ovulation phase, I often find, and this is where that weekly reflection is important, I really am not bothered by some of those minute messes, right? Like you live in your home, you know what those minute messes are. For example, today, I was totally fine with just dropping the kids off and coming into my office and getting to work. But in late luteal phase, because we have kind of that nesting, completion, um, prepare type of mentality, that's when I'm usually doing some decluttering or deep cleaning is in late luteal. It's just so kind of funny to me now when I am using my energy. Oftentimes I've got a podcast or my uh, music going on in my headphone as I am doing that kind of thing because it's like when I am in late luteal, I notice like the dog hair on the baseboards. I notice that like there's um, smudges on the light switches, but in any other phase, I don't really notice it and I don't really even care. <laughs> it's just kind of funny to me. So oftentimes in late luteal, I do dedicate some time to deep cleaning. And I know that deep cleaning is very much like neat movement, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. And because I know I need to conserve my energy in late luteal, I'm probably on my deep cleaning day, I'm probably not going to be working out as well. You know what I mean? So things like that can be very, very helpful. 
And even down to seeing this, how you can be well-rounded and nurturing as a mom. I would, when I did, my kids were starting to get older and I found a consistent daycare. I still wanted to have fun Fridays with the kids. And fun Fridays look different based on where I was at in my cycle typically. In follicular and ovulation fun Fridays, knowing that my energy is on the rise, I was typically like, oh, maybe we should go out and about, go to a new park or check out this new place. Or I would bring them on some type of activity that exuded a lot of energy. You know what I mean? And then late luteal and menstrual phase fun Fridays, like sometimes it was like, let's just put the sprinkler outside and stay home. So the kids had an activity and it didn't exude a lot of my energy. And then some menstrual phase, it's like, okay, let's watch all of the toy stories and have popcorn for lunch. And you know what I mean? Like my kids will have wonderful memories with me in all of those different fun Fridays. You know, all of those different fun Fridays hold very special memories because being lower energy on those menstrual days and having those, you know, at home days where maybe we are watching a movie marathon and we're just snuggled up. They're going to remember mom just sitting and snuggling and being okay with that. And then as well as in those follicular ovulation phase, they're going to have those fun new adventure type of memories, but you don't have to expect yourself to show up in that way or be that way all of the time. You guys, if I look back at my kids' birthday parties, I could probably tell you what phase I was in on the day of those birthday parties because oftentimes in follicular ovulation, we had more time and energy and mental capacity for more complex meals that we served. There was another time where I was like, let's just do brats and hot dogs and potato chips. Like it was so simple. And then other times where I put together these intricate sandwiches or whatever it was, it's different, but they're all unique and special and can be great and wonderful and, and hold special memories for you and your kids. So I just hope that you take a look at some of your day-to-day rhythms and routines. You start being aware of how your cycle impacts your mood, energy, and emotion, and give yourself grace. Give yourself a little bit more grace, and when you learn about how your hormones are operating, then you can optimize your day-to-day. I do have a free cycle syncing class that you can sign up for. All you have to do is submit your email and it'll pop up instantly. So if you are wondering more about your specific cycle phases and what the strengths are in each of those phases when it comes to even health and fitness and productivity and all of those things, head on to the link in the show notes of this episode or you can always find it in my Instagram bio, that free cycle singing class is always in there as well. And I hope that it really helps you understand. Don't forget to send this episode to a fellow mama to give her the same grace and understanding of how her hormones really do really do help her operate in a well-rounded way. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you take advantage of that free masterclass and I will talk to you guys next time.